Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It is the Sunday night edition of the PFF forecast, the post week 11 uh, edition. We've got um, got a lot of things for you to react to. So let's rock. Okay, the first thing. You know what the first thing is going to be. What's that? The Falcons? No, I'm not. They don't deserve to be first in anything. True, true. It's the other side of this. What do you have to say to Taysom Hill? Nothing. Oh, come on. No, you let let it happen. Look, Taysom had a decent game. He also threw a bunch of air punts. But I will give Sean Payton some credit. He got players open. Um, and to Taysom Hill's credit, he hit open receivers. So good for him. I'm happy for him. They're now the one seed in the NFC, which is great. And that, you know, Taysom Hill's job should be to keep the one seed in the NFC until Drew Brees comes back. And he did that today. Good for him. Definitely earned another start. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you can't argue it. But, like, do, are you saying he was Brills? No. No. I am. I got one thing right today, okay? Couldn't get Patrick fucking Mahomes to throw three touchdowns had to have Le'Veon Bell honkers butt cheeks into the into the end zone but I was right about one thing which is what Sean Payton did totally threw the the Falcons off the scent and I think that's what he's going to do but going forward hold on one second no 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 stop stop you got to give Sean Payton some but the game that game wasn't about that game wasn't about the the Falcon, the Falcons' failures in that game were not their failures on defense. They I know, were, I'm f- aware. They, do you understand how much mental resource was spent on figuring out what Taysom Hill was going to do? I mean, so Matt Ryan was. So this is I, the most I believe Falcons that Matt thing on the planet. I believe that Taysom Hill had nothing to do with Matt Ryan going 21 of 40, uh, including no plays, two interceptions. One big time throw, two turnover worthy plays, three drops, eight sacks. He had an 11 dot and managed 5.9 yards per pass if you count no plays. Like, what does Taysom Hill have to do with that? The Falcons. I just explained it to you. Their coaching staff was so on tilt by Sean Payton's brilliance, and you don't want to give him his credit. It's okay. No, I, I look, on offense, the Saints did enough to win <laughs> the football game. 
But are you telling me that if Jameis would have started and had they had scored 24 points, you weren't confident that the Falcons could score 21 and cover the number? I think Jameis would have scored a few points for the, for I, the Falcons I as well. Know. I My thing is, is the Falcons just simply, like there was a, an emblematic drive, which was, you know, they, they got behind by eight. Uh, they had a, a decent defensive series. De- Deion Jones rushed up the middle, got a sack. They forced a punt. And the Falcons backed up, responded by running the ball twice to talk early. Like, yeah, that was really bad. You can't, you can't do that. And, and um, Matt Ryan had been one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL coming into the game. He was, uh, his grade was one spot ahead of Ryan Finley's and one spot be- behind Ben Roethlisberger's today. Okay, let's move on from the Falcons. We didn't really need to talk about the Falcons. But the the Saints, Saints are impressive. The Packers, they backed up your claim. They kind of were, you could say it, it's all you. You nailed it. I think think that the Packers can beat most of the teams in the NFL relatively easily. But I think when 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 they step up in class... And that, that doesn't – look, what do you think do – do you think Indianapolis has better players than the Packers? No. I don't – I mean, I think they have more good players than the Packers do, but at the, at the correct spots, they don't. And my issue is the Colts squeeze every ounce of juice out of the orange every single game. Philip Rivers. They is, were they were leveraging the orange peel. There. I mean, like the and the referees, like I, and some of those holding calls were legitimate, but they called four holding calls yeah. on like at, dude. They converted a fourth and four. Our graphic got up on the site, like and and they they should have just run the game out right, but they didn't. They couldn't because they got backed up so much. And you know, to their credit, they you know they they forced a stop by the Packers. The Packers made an egregious, by the way. This is something the Colts wouldn't do, but the Packers spiked the ball and gave up one of their three downs when they had the Colts, you know, on the on their heels in that last drive of regulation. And you know, to the Colts' credit, they covered them for two plays after that and forced a field goal. Um, but like, that's what's going to make the Colts a tough out. They're not good. Like their their quarterback's not good. Their receivers are fine. Their defense is good enough, but. Like they're they're gonna win games they shouldn't win, and I don't think they should have won today. The Packers, it was interesting because they come out and their offense looks really good. They score twenty eight points in the first half, and you go, oh man, you know. But that's exactly if you score twenty eight points in the first half and then go over in the second half, like that's exactly what you were talking about, which is a team that doesn't have the ability to play a full game the whole way through. Like, and, and, it, and it was a product of being soft. I mean, they, they fumble a kickoff. That's soft behavior. They fumbled a they fumbled the last play. Like, Marquez Valdez-Scantling didn't get the ball peanut punched out. It kind of grazes his arm, and the ball flops out like it's a, like it's a used prophylactic. And he, like, and, and they, and then the Colts also, the Colts down 14, what did they do? coming out of the half. They ran eight consecutive plays and moved the ball from their 25 or whatever all the way down the Packers 25. And like the, th- the funny thing is it could have been worse for Green Bay. Indy settled for field goals on two of their four scoring drives in the second half. Like they could have been, it could have been even worse. So the, it's interesting. The, God, the, I wish that was luckily. Fuck me. The Packers 
Yeah. I, I want to say it was a very legitimate win, but I don't know where to draw the line. Because I thought your – so your take was, look, the Packers are not as tough as the Indianapolis Colts. They're a soft team. They're going to lose this game. And they, they did. But do you really think that's – like turnovers are such a lucky and random thing. Yeah. If, they, if you played this game again – But both teams benefited, though. Like Mo, Mo Cox fumbled on the, on the Colts' first drive. Um, Philip Rivers had his arm hit, and he was intercepted in the in the second quarter, and that resulted in a Green Bay touchdown. Um, Rodrigo Blankenship was short on a field goal indoors of 50 yards. Like both teams made mistakes. It was just that the it was the it was just that the the Colts like again like mistakes are going to happen, and the Colts are going to lose football games this year. Like they're not a Super Bowl caliber team, in my opinion, but what they're going to do is they're going to give themselves the best chance to win and in this game like despite everything despite the referees despite the the turnovers on both sides like they ended up on top because they're they they did better things they're not a better team than green bay i don't think but they're they're they they're tougher like they're tougher they're mentally tough and they the packers kind of fold so here was the point that i was kind of getting at which is i don't think the colts can win the super bowl i think the packers can and that's weird to say it would require because both these teams for them to win the Super Bowl they have to you know they'd have to improve dramatically the Colts would have to find like 10 years of youth for their quarterback the Packers just have to get a little bit better around their quarterback yeah I mean the Packers the Packers can win a game like the Chiefs won against the Raiders just now where every part of the team plays like shit but the quarterback just plays it's outside brilliant. his mind. Yeah, yeah. Where the Colts can't win a game if part of their team plays awful, right? Like, and the the thing is though, like they're more likely to play a game where none of their parts play awful than Green Bay is. But like again, we're talking about like on average versus like in the tails. And I think like obviously, if you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, you're better in the tails. I think there are seven teams that win the Super Bowl right now. Okay, I think there's you, one. I'm just kidding. I well, okay. Stop, give give me stop. your seven. Your give. your one team needed heroism to beat Derek Carr and Isn't the that Raiders. The point though, like they got no. the best. They're getting the stop. It. They're getting every single team's best swing this year, and they've what lost one game. They're getting every team's... This is insufferable. They're, they're getting every team's best. You almost lost it. Your defense is a disaster. An absolute disaster. Games, and then some games, they're not. They're, they're a defense. A disaster. They're a defense. Dude. Okay. The Packers defense right. just got... Tr just got... Your take is... Dump trucked by the your take is Colts. To your take is totally invalid. Okay, what, what seven teams? Okay. Go for Here we it. go. Okay, the Chiefs obviously are number one. Yes, the we bullet. Get, we get it. Okay, congratulations. The uh, in the AFC, it's it's not a whole lot. So I have um, the Chiefs, I have the Steelers, and I have the Buffalo Bills. Well, my take on Buffalo, you know, two weeks ago is still valid, right? That the Bills are the Bills' high end is pretty damn good. Um, you think Pittsburgh can win the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. What is their path besides Kansas City getting knocked off? Their their path them? is that they get home field. 
Okay. Okay. I don't know what happens. They're allowed some sort of fans, whatever. They grow the grass out really long in Pittsburgh. And they, you know, once you get into, you say this all the time, and this is a good point. Once you get into the playoffs, you just need to hit your high end for a few games. And the Pittsburgh Steelers high end is this ridiculous defense with great turnover luck that plays really well. And that's how you, you know, you knock out the Chiefs in one game. I'm not saying they're they're likely to, but yeah, I'm saying they actually have they a chance. Okay. They have a they have a weapon that allows them to beat the Chiefs, which is what I just said. Their defense oh. could play out of its mind. Okay. They also I will say this too. They also have receivers that will. I mean, I don't know if Big Ben will play well enough, but their receivers will destroy this. You know, a lot of secondaries. Yeah. Okay. Then I will move on. Are to, they are they a down the field team as much as the Raiders are? Now, I think they're a better down the field team. Okay, they just don't take as many shots. Actually, well, against the Chiefs, the Raiders take shots. Against other teams, yeah. they don't. Yeah, but like they have better receivers than the Raiders do. Uh, the Raiders have they have a, Darren Waller, a top three tight end, and they have guys who I think are good deep threats. They're not great. Who? Nelson Aguilar? Yeah, and Ruggs is <laughs> taking the top off the defense. Ruggs has made a difference for that team. I agree. But, uh, like, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, yeah, Juju, Johnson's and great, James Washington I don't think they're, like, better. down the field, guys. Eric Ebron's garbage, and then, like, you know, so. Chase Claypool is absolutely roasting, too. It's down the field. Okay. Okay. I think it'll be different when Pittsburgh doesn't play Jacksonville. I'm not saying they're the favorite. I'm saying they have a chance. Okay. okay? Get over your Kansas City Chiefs boner. Moving on to the NFC. The Saints, the Seahawks, the Packers, and the Bucks can win the Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, yeah, of course. One of them has to get in the game, and once they get in the game, they can win. Um, you don't should, think the Rams are you, can? Are you, are you saying that we should just stop playing the season right now? <laughs> well, are <laughs> you saying the Rams can? I don't think the Rams can win the Super Bowl. I think they could get there, but there is just no way that I believe – Jared Goff is winning. If the Rams got in the game against Pittsburgh, he would. Uh, Goff would shit himself. If he got in the game against the Bills, I think they could win. Um, if they got in the game against Kansas City, I think they could win. If they if they played the right game script. Yeah, I mean they beat them before. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. The the Super Bowl is such a big spotlight, and I, I yeah. McVay can carry them pretty far. I don't think he can carry them that far. Okay, I, what would you make the Chiefs right now? If you, because we're talking about seven, and I agree with you that these seven can win it for mm -hmm. sure, and then put like one or two percent on the rest of the teams that we're not thinking about right now. Yep. Ravens, for example, could figure it out one day. The Titans could figure it out. Uh, well, the Ravens aren't in the playoffs right now, so. Yeah, yeah, but they'll. I mean, they might win on Thursday, and then they, yeah, maybe draw. they also might lose and be six and five. Yep, right. Um, <laughs> go Ravens, by the way. Um, if. Miami too, like I know they just lost Stop. to Denver, but um, people had them in, in the top five in the NFL. So what we, right, but the one that I we really, had them as 0.5 points better than an average team. The one that I really battled with was the Titans, who yeah. won today against the Ravens. But I still, I I just have not felt good about them in a while, and so I'll say this: AJ Brown, you know, he got injured. There was all this DK Metcalf love. A.J. Brown, people need to remember, is an absolute savage. The dude is a monster. And he is 
as much as people love DK Metcalf, he's right up there in terms of how physically intimidating he is to people. I mean, no one could tackle him, but that's what it took for the Titans to, to win that game. And I just don't know if they're going to press their advantage enough with A.J. Brown um, to be a real Super Bowl contender. But they were the one that was closest for me that I decided not to put in there because I had to make the cutoff somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, my issue, I think the Titans can win. I think the Titans can beat teams that whose offense is sporadic and in a weird way who jump out to a lead against them. Yeah. Because they actually then decide, hey, we're going to throw the football. And, you know, and then what they need to get is stops. It's like Kansas City, right? Like they're like a, their defense is similar to Kansas City. It's not very good, Mm -hmm. but if the other team fucks up, right? And then they can get enough stops and then their offense is explosive. I would even venture to, like, this sounds really stupid, but like Tennessee this season so far, their offense has been more explosive than almost basically any team in the league maybe other than like the Raiders right like the Raiders are getting downfield stuff but they're like the Chiefs today this is the most impressive part about some of the teams in the league the Colts they had one big play they had the Pittman touchdown but most of the time they crossed the street 10 times on the way to the end zone Mm -hmm. to score the Chiefs were the same way that today like the Raiders to their credit did a really good job of not allowing big plays the Titans can't score consistently without big plays they just can't and um, you know that may be to their you know to their benefit, but um, I think that I think you're right to have them outside there because they can't they can only win in certain game scripts. They don't have what was interesting about the Chiefs today. It's a really good point. The Chiefs came in and threw a ton of quick short throws. Okay, and for a lot of teams that either isn't in their repertoire or. They can't do it consistently enough. And that's a real credit to Mahomes. He's consistent enough and he's so accurate that they are able to do that and still put up points. That's something that Titans really struggle with. Something the Rams struggled with until this year and there's you know it's still not their best thing. But like if you want Ryan Tannehill to just drop back and hit quick passes, that's not their game. They need the deep play action game. Um, and I think that's a really good point. And I I would agree with you there. Who would you rather so this is a question I was thinking about today. Who would you rather have, A.J. Brown or Terry McLaurin? McLaurin. I like – Brown struggles with drops and in a way that is, like, prohibitive. He also disappears. McLaurin is like – okay, it's 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 sort of – it sounds really silly to say, but it's, it's, it's who I would rather have between – so I think A.J. Brown is a lot like Terrell Owens, mm-hmm. you know, like – his wow plays are better than anybody else's, but he's also kind of a body catcher. He's also, you know, disappears at times. Um, McLaurin is far more of like a Marvin Harrison type who's like open all the time, catches everything, volume, overcomes bullshit, like, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Like, they're both great, right? You'd rather have both, but I would rather have McLaurin because it's just like the consistency. He's still explosive. It's not like a Chris Carter versus Randy Moss thing. It's a, it's a consistency thing. Yeah, I agree. I also think the you know the route running for McLaurin is a little bit better. Um, I, it's very close though. I mean, AJ Brown. McLaurin's is amazing though. Like that that offense is like, I mean, look like there's a four way tie basically on top of the NFC East in my, in many cases because of the superstar players on these teams. I mean, Dallas today, their three wide receivers were really good. And that's why, you know, part of the reason they won the other part was the Vikings are a meltdown fest. And then the other one, and, you know, Washington has McLaurin. They also have uh, Gibson. 
um, you know, uh, New York mm-hmm. has good receivers, and Dan- Danny Dimes is the best quarterback in that division right now, <laughs> and Philadelphia stinks. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Terry McLaurin, uh, 88 grade, AJ Brown, 87 grade. So, like, I mean, they've both been. The play that he made at the end of that game was unbelievable. Absolutely nuts. Um, okay, a couple more things. Uh, let's do a few rapid fire things before we get into the games. Um, how many quarterbacks would you take over Deshaun Watson right now? Uh, let me look at my. Okay, well, I'd take Mahomes. Yep. I'd take Wilson. Okay, question is today and how, what's the horizon? Um, hmm. Five years. Mahomes and Wilson. End of question. End of answer. Are you ready for a very hot take? Oh, no. Very, you take him over Wilson, didn't Very you? hot take. I was I, thinking about it, but. I think it's getting, I think there's, you can start to have the conversation about it. Um, and. Wilson's, Watson is absurd, but he also has some of the stuff that Wilson has. That's what I was going to point out, which is I I think they both have kind of the same issue, and but Watson is getting closer to closing the gap. And the problem for Watson, the difference why I think I would still take Wilson over Watson right now, is that Wilson's ability to throw the ball down the football field is just absolutely insane. However, Watson has a little bit more escapability. Um, I also just enjoy him as a person <laughs> quite yeah, a bit yeah, more yeah, he seems which cool. which makes it really tough he's also working with way less than and he's what? working with garbage i yeah. mean absolute garbage watson has been asked to put the team on his back since he came into this organization yeah. wilson it was interesting you know wilson had a lot of things to really help his record and everything look really good now he's still an amazing quarterback but my point is just that Watson has come in and gotten the ass end of everything in Houston. And I, I, like there, you could make a legitimate argument that, that you're yeah. taking him over Wilson. I think Watson led the league this week in big time throws with six um, against the Bill Belichick's defense. We talked about that on the show today, right? Where I said, you know, the Romeo Cornell thing matters. We have Romeo Cornell relative to Bill Belichick. But the difference between Cam, who's a good quarterback, and Watson, who we're talking about as the top three quarterback in the league, is immense. And probably to the to a lot of the questions, people are like, okay, is it Belichick or Brady? It's probably mm-hmm. Brady, right? Because we see like coaching Andy Reid was a terrific coach before Mahomes, but now it's just stupid now, yeah. right? Like and Watson, think about that. He overcame a really good game by by Newton. Right? Like Cam had a good game Cam to be well. bird went over Your his boy. Toes. As we told, as we yeah. said, as and Watson was terrific, and he still had two drops. He, all, all this kind of stuff. Derek Carr, by the way, second this week in big time mm-hmm. throw. We we people say we don't give the Raiders enough credit. The Raiders were terrific tonight, and and they deserve a lot of praise. He had five big time throws uh, and four drops. The team had four drops. Derek Carr would be the MVP if he got to play the Chiefs every week. I, I mean, look, he there's something about him when he plays the Chiefs. It's weird. And, it, and it's only happened recently because he's been basically ass against them other than that one Thursday night game like three years ago. No, he, he was on the money. This- Mayfield, by the way, 28 dropbacks, four big-time throws, uh, just 12 completions all game. It's Dude, kind of that, weird. That game was, was rough. 
Um, I switched my pick to under because of the weather, yeah, it and it was sort of it was like. Smart. Yeah. Would you um, would you take Watson over Wilson for the you know just building a team outright right now? If I yes, if it was agnostic to the uh, just going forward, yeah, it's tough. I think Wilson. Hmm. Like if we run back the redraft the NFL right yeah. now, you're going Mahomes one, yeah, and then you're up at number two. What do you It's do? so hard, man. I I probably I'm gonna back. <laughs> I'm taking Deshaun. Yeah, okay, Watson. well I'll take I'm I'll take Wilson Deshaun just to be on the other side, but okay. it's close, man. And I, and I what I what I don't want to do is I don't want to, us to gravitate towards this Wilson thing because he's had a little bit of a setback over the past few weeks. He's still tremendous. He's got more to work with right now, and he's more of the story because they're winning. Watson's team being what three and seven is right. one of the reasons why he's not getting any attention. But and I think that's what we're trying. What I was kind of trying to get at was like, hey, can we have some appreciation for Deshaun Watson, even though his team yeah. is so bad? I mean, what do you think that the Houston Texans have to do to make this thing better for him? Because I would say like Cook, Cooks, uh, Stills, Fuller. The tight ends are all playing well. Like they're not dog shit. It's just like it's just different now. The defense is bad. The coaching is not as good. All this kind of stuff. And and like they've gotten bad variants. They lost a close game to Pittsburgh. They lost a close game to Minnesota. Um, they lost a close game to Cleveland. Like they're not that far away, really. Interestingly, can I tell you what they need to do? And it's it seems really simple. Um. But it's so hard because people try and try and try to find this. They need to get a really good coach. Yeah. They need to get a, a really good offensive coach. They need an Andy Reid, a Kyle Joe Shanahan. Brady. Thank you. Joe they Brady. Need, Arthur Smith a, could they help. They need a I Joe mean. Brady. They need a Joe Brady. Here's why Eric I like Bien-Ami, Joe. maybe. Here's why I like Joe Brady or Biennemi over Arthur Smith. I, and maybe this is just Arthur Smith playing with Ryan Tannehill. But as you said, their offense is not as diverse. They run the ball way, way, way too much. Um, and what Joe Brady did with Teddy Bridgewater, what Eric Bieniemy has done with Andy Reid in that offense, would both be ones that I would favor. And But I just think that's the missing piece. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to rebuild the, the talent of that team. It's so yeah. void of talent. But look at what the Chiefs are doing with a defense that has Tano Passigno incapable of covering Jason Witten on the most important play of right, the game, right, right. right? I mean, they're still winning because they're able to create an offense that you literally can't kill. Okay, last thing here. Take for you. The Joe Burrow injury was absolutely disgusting and awful. Yeah. I have a little glass half full. This dude was getting pummeled. Yeah. Okay. He he proved that he is a plenty good quarterback. He was getting killed. He's also tough as hell. Tough as hell. I mean, the dude took so many hits. He's aged like ten years. Okay. He's also like a ten for ten guy, right? Like he's just he just seems like like the Bengals are in good hands. Yeah, he's figured it out. Okay, but here's the deal. He was going to will them to a couple of victories yeah. down the stretch and take hits doing so. Okay, this injury sucks, but he's gonna Rehab. He's oh, gonna I know come where back. you're going. Sewell. They are going to... Actually, I have even more galaxy brain here for you. They are going to get a quarterback pick. Oh, and they'll trade it. And, and they are going to trade it. This is the year to have one. Imagine if the Jets like somehow win a couple of games. Okay. And they get the number one overall pick. And this brings me to my question. If they get the number one overall pick, what do they do? They trade out of it. 
But here's the question. If they get the number one overall pick, they're more than likely hiring Joe Brady. You, What are you getting for the number one overall pick? Well, it depends. But like, I mean, you're getting... This year, a lot. Yeah. I mean, when has the number one overall pick been more coveted? Andrew Luck? The Andrew Luck year. I mean, the RG3 pick got like a, a shit ton. A, a of Rams ridiculous. To the Washingtons. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're getting everything yeah, you're getting from a lot, someone, but, right? And and they need a lot. They, I mean, I, I was messaging with somebody. But this could be it. Yeah. This could be how the Bengals become a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. You lose all these games. Zach Taylor is out. You bring in Joe Brady. Perfect marriage with Burrow. Say you get the first or second overall yeah. pick. You trade it for an absolute boatload of picks. Do you think? Do you think that the Bengals, who have historically been very loyal to coaches, will cut the cord on Zach Taylor two years in? If Joe Brady is available, and this has nothing to do with Zach Taylor, this is a Joe Brady yeah. gets it, and you don't pass up an opportunity. It's like you know what what uh, the Falcons did with Dan Quinn. Like, you love Dan Quinn, great, great human being. You love Zach Taylor, great human being. But Joe Brady would be the guy that I'd want. I mean, yes, it all makes sense. And they, they should probably trade back far enough where they can get Penny Sewell and then, you know, bookend him with or, jo- Jonah or, Williams. Or, or, I mean, trade back to wherever, you know, get a receiver, get a, get a tackle. I mean, go sign some guys. But you should just get, I mean, the world for that. Yep. Um, no, it makes a lot of sense. I, you know, he's an A plus guy. I was talking to, uh, you know, former GM in the league today, mm. and he was he was basically saying like, this is just you know some of these young quarterbacks get put in these situations and they like prove themselves out, and you you're almost it's just sad to see what's happening happen, and then you know in some ways this did save Burrow from a lot of bad things. I mean, he hasn't out of the woods yet. I mean, apparently, he could have had. There's potentially he could have had like a tibia break too. Yeah. Still, so I mean, he'll a lot of his athleticism was a big deal. I mean, his arm strength is still somewhat of an issue, but we've seen like you can get by with relatively weaker. Like the, some of the best quarterbacks in the league have weaker arms relative to, um, you know, like the you know the yeah. Mahomes. His the his mobility was real though. I mean, they look, yeah the Bengals the Bengals the Bengals have a lot of holes. Um, there are some pieces that they have, but they also have a culture issue. I mean, look at Carlos Dunlap in the game for Seattle. Was an amazing yeah, football player. Really and the Bengals didn't see a reason to play him this year. It's crazy. I don't yeah. know. They need a reset, but this might give them their chance. Yeah. Okay. You ready to rock into Week 12? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's start with Thanksgiving. Ooh. And <laughs> this is great because the first two games are so bad that the only way that you can enjoy them are betting on props or one side of the game plus we get Deshaun Watson in the early one um want to make sure you guys know about monkey knife fight especially with Thanksgiving games coming up because you need something to take your mind off of whatever the hell else is going on so go to monkeyknifefight.com if you deposit $20 using the promo code PFF you will get a free PFF Edge annual subscription which is a $40 value it takes you all the way through basically most of next season and it's only a $20 commitment, and then you get to spend that $20 winning money at Monkey Knife Fight, which is a lot of fun. Uh, you can essentially play prop games. Um, you can do it for the NFL, you can do it for other sports. It's a ton of fun. Go to monkeyknifefight.com, promo code PFF, $20 deposit gets you a free PFF Edge annual subscription. It, uh, it is the season for giving, or so I've been told, and to celebrate the most joyous time of the year, in a year like any other, 
DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players the opportunity to cash in on a no-brainer this Thanksgiving. You got to think about a lot of things this Thanksgiving. This is not one of them. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to double your money if either Baltimore or Pittsburgh score a touchdown in Thursday night's game. All it takes for you to double your money is one touchdown. It's very simple. All you have to do is opt in to the promotion, place your bet, and sit back and watch the ball enter the end zone. Easy as, I guess, pie, so to speak. It's a very bad pun, but you know, whatever. Um, that's not even a pun. Uh, <laughs> on top of this grade, it's very late, okay? Just go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Enjoy the promotion. Enjoy Thursday. This will be one of the few things you can enjoy on Thursday, the lovely holiday of Thanksgiving. DraftKings Sportsbook app is safe. It's reliable. When you win your money, you can actually withdraw it, which is a nice way of celebrating the giving season. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF when you sign up. You get this opportunity to double your money if either the Ravens or the Steelers score a touchdown on Thanksgiving Day. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania. Only bonus compromise the first time. Deposit, deposit requires 25-time playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you are looking for a way to enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday and the games that come after it, you want to go to pff.com and get yourself a PFF subscription. I highly recommend it in large part because the props are going to be one of the only ways that you can enjoy what is going to be a Thanksgiving slate to remember. Uh, an NFC East battle, the Detroit Lions are playing. And then, you know, you get the Sunday night game where the teams are actually good. So an Edge subscription gets you all the fancy stuff you could possibly need. An Elite subscription gets you all the betting tools, plus the DFS optimizer. If you're going to play some of those showdown slates or Thanksgiving Day slates, you'll want to be able to use that. It'll make it nice and easy. And hopefully you can win a little bit of money, too, and enjoy Thanksgiving the way it should be enjoyed. Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans traveled to Detroit. <laughs> I can't read the Detroit Lions name without laughing, and they're so bad. Um, before, you know, the, the Lions got demoted to the XFL, I had the Lions as a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. By the way, in the pregame show, Sam gave me a lot of shit. Yep, for Phil Blocker. For, for saying that Detroit was, not the, Detroit was not the side to empty out your bankroll on today. Because, yeah, not to fade Phil Blocker. Yeah, exactly. No, you're right. Um, I guess that Detroit would be two and a half point favorites. Oh, I feel like that. You know, there was. Uh, I feel like that was fine. Um, what did you have? I ha I had them as two and a half point underdogs, and that's where it is currently. In fact, um, well, it's two and a half. I mean, if you want to lay it with Houston, it's plus a hundred, which is interesting. Oh wow. Um, um, seems like a bet I kind of want to make, actually. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I mean. They didn't score against a dude. I mean, Panthers is Patricia team. the coach tomorrow? I mean, probably. Well, yeah, because it's a short week. But that I like that. There's no way this team is yeah, in a good they're place. They're just dead. Yeah, and they, and like Cornell, did I talk? Did I not talk to you about Cornell? You did. When you I know, didn't he, believe you, he was two and one with Kansas City. Got the job right. Like had yeah. a crap year. You know, he was the good luck Chuck basically. Yeah. Remember when? Uh, I got made fun of for saying that the football team should take Tua and then the Lions should take Tua. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you maybe invest in a quarterback, even though you don't think you need one. Right. All right. 
Um, okay. Washington, <laughs> Dallas. I I I said uh, here's so the look at was one and a half or one, minus one for Dallas. I said Dallas minus two and a half. I said Dallas plays okay. It is well. Go ahead. I, I had two and a half as well. Dallas by two. And Dallas half. is minus three now. It's basically even money, so you can think about it as two and a half ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas lost or it got blown out by Washington football team already. Yeah, man. The the I, best I, part about this game, as somebody who has a decent amount on not Eagles, is that what in one theory, of these teams one wins. Is most <laughs> you know ninety nine percent of the time one of these teams is going to win this game. So uh, and and have a command. Whoever wins this game is going to be in first place in the NFC East. True. I certainly there's no way I'm buying into Andy Dalton now. Not after a victory. Well, not minus three. You're not laying with Dalton, no. No, absolutely not. You, you lay with dogs, you get fleas at this but point. But you're kind of excited to watch the receivers in this game. Obviously, Terry McLaurin and, and CeeDee Lamb. And then, I don't know, Alex Smith? Alex Smith keeps both teams in the game. Baltimore-Pittsburgh is the nightcap. This one is good. I'm very interested to see what you had this one. I said Pitt would be minus two and a half. I said Wait, Bal- what? What? And I said you ba- thought Pittsburgh would be less than a three-point favorite. And I said game. Baltimore is sluggish against Tennessee, which actually happened. Um, the look ahead was for was Pittsburgh minus two. Okay, I had Pittsburgh minus four and a half. It is Pittsburgh minus three minus one fifteen. Okay, I, look, I can't lay the points with Pittsburgh. Like I don't think they can get. They can extend like against bad teams. And granted, like I don't know if the Ravens have a good offense anymore. Like it, it's really unclear to me whether the Ravens are good anymore. But I think this number is probably right. Yeah, I got a little caught up in the Pittsburgh narrative. I think when I was guessing this line, and I I thought Tennessee. I mean, we talked about this on Saturday night. I really like Tennessee against the money line or on the money line. So, you know, that, that was kind of where I thought this would be. But I figured on a short week, Tomlin gets a lot of credit. And I was nervous about what Lamar Jackson and this, this offense would look like. And to be perfectly honest with you, I, I don't think it's going to change a whole lot in three days, right? That's also got to be taken into consideration. Like, they're not, you know, rejiggering everything in, three, you know, three days. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not dying one way or the other, to be honest with you. What's the total in this game? Uh, let me look. Um, 46. 46 seems right. Yeah. I thought maybe it'd be really low. If it got out to three and a half, would you? I would take Ravens. You would yeah. take the Ravens. Yeah. I think I'd be leaning there too. I mean, the Ravens in that game against Pittsburgh uh, a few weeks ago moved the ball really well, and it was the turnovers that, that really got yeah, them. So Basically noise, yeah. All right. Sunday slate. You ready? Yep. All right. Uh, let's see here. We've got a few decent ones. Wow. There's a couple ones that are surprising. Yeah. Okay. We'll start with uh, the best game of the week, which is Kansas City, Tampa Bay. What'd you have this one as? Um, I said Tampa Bay plus three. Okay. Tampa Bay. Wow. I have Tampa Bay plus two and a half. The look ahead was two and a half. It is. Not Probably off the board at this there. point since we don't have it. Let's see if golf odds has something here. Um, plus three, huh? 
I couldn't give him the, the full three. Do, do you think this game by Kansas City, though, it the market is probably a little hesitant, right? It, would it surprise you if I said that the Raiders are Kansas more City. able to exploit the the Chiefs' defense than the than Bucks? The it it would just because I think that the Bucks, I don't the Bucks have better receivers. I mean, period. So, um, it I mean the look ahead was was three before Sunday night. Yeah, I I don't think I can bet a side either. Anyway, it's interesting. The the Bucks will. I'm very interested to see how they play against Aaron Donald, with you know without the the interior of the offensive line being intact. But the way that you can beat the Chiefs by exploiting the middle of the field, you know, I think Gronk can have a lot of success against them. He did before. They they don't have anyone that can cover those guys. I don't know, man. In Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not bidding against Mahomes, but cool. Yeah, I, I don't think. I, yeah, I, it's just a layoff. It's a it's a game to figure them some things out. I mean, if you're a it's Chiefs, a game for me to bet on Mahomes prop again. If you're a Chiefs fan, you hope the Ravens go into Pittsburgh and win. And you hope that game is for all the Tostitos. True. In the AFC, Arizona goes to New England. Kyler Murray versus Cam Newton. I had the Patriots favored by three. I had the Patriots favored by two and a half, and we might bet this one then because oh wow, Arizona is laying two and a half. Now oh, they baby. have the extra rest. Yes, they have the a possible motivation issue for the Pats because it's over for them basically. No, no. You think you think you think Belichick's like fuck this? Clint I'm King. making it yeah. into the wild card come hell or high water. Or you know. Yeah, uh, this this Kingsbury guy, okay. you know, he he has a better house than me. I, I want to be yes, I want to be careful here because this seems so obvious. There's what no we, total or anything up there. Um, I don't know why. I mean, oh Murray's Murray's shoulder right on Thursday night was yeah, kind of but an I mean issue. he played the finish. That the might game. be why the the total's different here. There's no way he's not playing in this game. Okay, let's put this one down as a maybe. I mean, I think yeah. it's ridiculous that New England is not the favorite here. Cam, excuse me, Cam played well. Cam is playing, I think Cam is playing good football right now, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, next game, Tennessee Indy. This one is uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah. By the way, do you say in Indianapolis? I always feel like I'm missing the right word there. At Indianapolis is wrong. No, as well. in Indianapolis is fine. It's just weird. <laughs> I okay. Here's an interesting one. Look ahead was four. Uh huh. I said Indy minus three and a half. That's what I said as well. And is Indy minus three? Hmm. This really? feels strange because why would it lose? I think the people think that the Titans' victory over the was Ravens more was impressive. very impressive, less fluky than really? Indy's like turnover-induced, all yeah. the shit we were talking about at the beginning of the yeah. show. I disagree, though. I think, I mean, not that I want to lay the points with Indy, not that I think you can lay points. Like, I think the underdogs in these games are better, right? Mm -hmm. Because... Mm -hmm. You know, I can't see Rivers extending against teams like that. There's right? no total up for this either. Bummer. Is that because oh, Rivers got hurt in the game? Like he was replaced a number yeah. of times by Brissett, 
And, and a couple times because I think we're tactical, but a couple times because he was actually banged up. So maybe dude Brissett had a, a, a QB sneak for like eight yards. Jacoby Brissett was actually kind of kind of fun out there today. Yeah, actually. he was. Yeah. He'll have a job in this league for so long. He seems like such a cool cat, and then yeah. he's like a good backup with some legs, right? Like that's that gets you. That's how like Tavares Jackson was in the league for like ten years. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, um, I think that that's it for like great games. We'll move yeah, on. Yeah, it to should. The... I, so the Indy Tennessee game is for the AFC South, right? Because yep. if Tennessee wins, that is even, right? And and the like, the, I think that Tennessee has an easier schedule moving forward. Let me make sure. Um, you can look at this at pff.com. Um, the hardest remaining schedule in that division. I guess Indy has a, a above average, but yeah, eh, it's about the same. So, but that I mean, that's really for that. If the Colts win that game, the division is basically wrapped up, right? Um, so. Correct. Okay, uh, not as exciting games. We move to Buffalo, where I guess you could theoretically put this in there, but the, it, the Chargers are not a playoff team. Herbert probably, was excellent today. I it'll mean, it probably be Jets, a but... really exciting game. Jets with a beautiful cover. The black door. When I saw when I saw uh, them taking a safety, I just like put my hands up in the air. It's like they. But God. they were covering before the safety, though. They got well. They were covering the ten and a half, right? They were covering nine and a half. Which was the close? I they were up eight, and then they took the safety to go up six, which doesn't make sense, by the way. It's dumb. But well, they, the funny thing is they were trying to run out the clock, and, and they, they didn't. Yeah, that's it's classic Chargers shit. They yeah. could no, oh, that's right. It went because I thought that they were going to go went eight the, to six. I thought it went ten to eight. Yeah, yeah, it went eight to six, and then I was like, oh god, like the whole last drive by the the Jets. I'm like, well, didn't you if think you throw a pick six? I'm gonna. Didn't you think that the Jets? Because when there was one second left, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it Braxton Berrios who's yeah. taken down? I'm like, this guy's going to, you know. Yeah, he knows. He knows that he's <laughs> just got to get down. I mean, come on. And he did. Braxton Berrios, smart dude. That guy will also have a job in this league for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. They love the white. I little... guarantee you Braxton Berrios is like the hardest working dude on the Jets, which probably isn't saying a ton, yeah, yeah. but, you know. But, like, everybody in the, in the locker room. He'll make his way to the Patriots like, soon Joe, enough. Joe, yeah, like, you're. They all, his nickname is like uh, Cole, Cole Beasley. Like there's, actually his uh, Instagram is Honey Nut Cheerios, a play on Berrios. All right, well maybe not then. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to uh, so Buffalo Chargers. Uh, this one is in New York. I had the Bills favored by six and a half. That's Coming off six, of six, it's five and a half. Oh, trending towards here. six though you beat me here i i think that uh herbert herbert played pretty well today. yeah i agree I, I think you're right on this number and i i would be kind of intrigued to take herbert i i just think that that chargers team is not a team that you they're not a team where you're like yeah they're gonna win a game you just feel like it's gonna be wonky and yeah, come yeah, down yeah, to the end and it'll be within a score yeah uh, and the Buffalo defense has not proven to be anything special, shockingly, along with every single other defense in 2020. So, right. Okay. I think I think if I had to take one side of that game, I would take uh, the Chargers. 
Yeah, Bills defense isn't good enough to really provide a ton of resistance, and so Make you're you worried. Like you're, 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 you could catch an Allen game that's just garbage, and then you know, Chargers might win the game outright. Frankly, the next game that we'll talk about is San Francisco in Los Angeles to face the Rams. Would you have this one at? Um, LA minus seven. Okay, I had LA minus eight and a half. Yeah, I don't think the lines up because LA hasn't played yet. Let's see what it was pre-Sunday night here. We have six and a half. So I was heavy here, um, which means that I would be taking the Rams. I can't let – you can't lay that with the Rams coming off of short rest yeah. and San Francisco coming off of a full bye. I, yeah. I just can't do it. I don't know. Plus, the like, the home field is not The great. Shanahan elegant tank. Yeah, but the elegant tank is losing by three. Yeah. It's not losing by – 15 or 14 or whatever man i was heavy on this one i guess i guess you have to respect shanahan and respect nick mullins of course Hmm. yeah yeah the the niners will find a way to lose this game i'm confident zach wilson come to me all right chicago green bay this is the sunday night game what'd you have this one the sunday night game so that's Denver versus no no it's Chicago Green Bay Chicago Jesus um Green Bay minus seven and a half wow okay I have Green Bay minus ten and a half it is not up yeah oh is that because they don't bowls like was carted off on a stretcher Ugh. okay so Trubisky's playing can he play as COVID who knows let's say Trubisky's playing. There's no way Trubisky is within 10 points of the Green Bay Packers. Come on. Really? Well, Trubisky had like a lot of big time throws early on before he got benched. This is all about whether the, the Chicago defense. They played a good very enough. good game against the Vikings. They did. Um, the, here's the thing with the Bears is that they know their offense is so bad that they're. It's like, you know, how you get excited as a fan when your team's on offense. Right, yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, like Mahomes is out there, like let's go. You know, you're excited. The Bears are the opposite. When the offense is on the field, Bears fans go like get another beer, you know, get yeah. another hot dog. When the defense is on, like, okay, here's our chance. We get to score. Is, yeah, get the hard field position. They're the only team in the NFL that's like that. I the think. hard part is that their defense isn't as aggressive as it could be because they know if they give up a score, it's over. Is that the ultimate insult, by the way, to an offense when your yeah. fans are like, I'd rather watch the defense play? Yeah. Does Matt Nagy make it through the year? I feel like Ryan Pace, to justify his existence, has to probably take his head, right? Yeah, to try and save his life, which is kind of screwed. Nagy makes a resurgence at some point somewhere, right? He goes and becomes an offensive coordinator. Maybe he goes and becomes offensive coordinator for uh, Andy again. Yeah, After the enemy leaves. Although it looks like Mike Kafka, the former back quarterback, when Reed was in Philly as the quarterback coach now, it seems like he's next in line. Would that change if Nagy became available? Well, Reed doesn't really recycle coaches back to their old positions. Like when Brad Childress rejoined the Chiefs, he was a spread game coordinator, which is kind of fucking hilarious. But like, it's also Brad Childress because he like wanted to run twenty-two yeah. personnel in Minnesota all the time. But like, so I don't know. I, well, here's a question: If Doug Peterson gets fired by the Philadelphia Eagles because they go, yeah, he ain't coming back. He's not coming back. We to know that story. He ain't coming back he's not locked through that door again okay this game not very exciting i can't believe we're gonna have to watch 
next Sunday night. Well, hey, maybe they can get COVID and they can move the game to four. Stop. Find a different game. <laughs> Why haven't they done that lately? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, if you're not moving the Raiders game, you're not moving this game. Yeah. Okay. The Las Vegas COVID. Chris's Chris's games have all been good except for the Janucci Fest that was <laughs> like two weeks ago. I thought that was really entertaining. Okay. Uh, we move on to Carolina at Minnesota. Your Vikings, as no, you foretold. Not my Vikings. As no. you foretold, managed to lose to Andy Dalton. I said I said Minnesota would be favored by six and a half. We're not going to get a number on this game because of Bridgewater's health. Yeah, right? so. I said it would be four and a half. Which, uh, if I get six and a half or better with Theo out there, I'm taking. I back. agree. That's that was kind of my point here. I was kind of working it down, and I was like, "Look, if Teddy Bridgewater's out there, you're telling me that the Vikings are going to win by six or more? Get out of here! Get out of here! Is there a better? Here's another question for you: Best wide receiver duos in the NFL. Adam Thielen and uh, Justin Jefferson are the two highest graded duos, or the, the highest graded duo. Who are you taking over them? Uh, that's a good one. Thielen was amazing today. Thielen's though. ridiculous. Also, by the way, Vikings fans, Justin Jefferson did not produce today, and you did not win. Funny. Uh, Cook had over 100 yards. And he had over 100 touches. True, true. <laughs> um, by the way, nothing... Nothing was better. I don't know who was calling this game. It was like one of Fox's. It was Jonathan Vilma, and he okay. was. A, it was not good. It was Jonathan awful. Vilma. I really like Jonathan Vilma. It was a very. <laughs> it was a rough. A rough initiation. Akeem Talib was better at his first and only opportunity. That's not surprising. Akeem Talib is an absolute star. Yeah. Okay, but he had this line that was incredible. So the Dallas Cowboys, who are trash, are winning the game like sixteen fourteen or something like yeah, this, yeah. right? And he goes. Dalvin Cook runs it in the line for three yards, and he goes, you know, the great thing about the Vikings is they don't care if those plays are successful. They know that if they keep running them, by the time they get to the fourth quarter, the, the defense will be tired. And I was like, is your goal to be losing in the fourth quarter but I, be facing a tired defense? Like, I, it just doesn't make find, I, like, find, can't compute it. Find me something that <laughs> football people like more than – constructing like they're in a sandbox right now building trophies that don't fucking matter by the way hey look hey bears fans look we got this khalil mack by the way our our <laughs> franchise is a fucking travesty we have no quarterback we have no picks to take our quarterback but you know what we have khalil mack the raiders gave us khalil mack and we should be proud of it look Look, I know we fucking lost to the 2-7 and seven Dallas Cowboys, but you know what? The defense was tired at the end of the game. Let's erect the trophy. Like, what? It's working. All we need to do is hit. Look, look I, know, I know we're terrible. We're 4-6, and six, but you know what? Dalvin Cook. He's doing really well. He's, he's earning his contract. his contract. It's like... Well, here's the funny thing about it's it. It's because you guys can't fucking win a Super Bowl. If because go, the Chiefs have the one thing that, that, that none of you guys have. If you're running the ball to tire out the defense, but then you're losing, why would play action work in the fourth quarter? I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is, it, this is why. So there, there, are, there are real, maybe they're not real, but there are Twitter accounts right now who are basically like, look, anybody can make those throws Mahomes makes. Their guys are wide open. And it's like, dude, there, there's a Twitter account saying everything. Yeah, yeah every take is had. What's, their, what's the least had but take everybody in the is right so tilted by the fact that if you just have 
a really good quarterback, it, it overcomes the Chiefs defense. Like my high school team could have scored on the Chiefs defense tonight, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Like it, it. Whereas, whereas, like Kirk Cousins played a great game today. Like Derek Carr played a great game today, and it doesn't matter. Like sometimes, right? Like if you're just not good. Okay. Well, if Teddy Bridgewater comes back, we're I'm taking, taking Teddy, but like Carolina. Okay, yeah. but this game's off. All right, uh, game that was going to be on there was Giants Bengals. That this that game is now absolutely trash. Uh, uh, actually, the lines up though. Um, right, but we're we're not. We're, there's I think there's one other semi interesting game. Oh sure, sure, sure. Uh, Monday Night Football, Seattle Philadelphia. Blech, whatever. Um, <laughs> man, maybe maybe. Hold on a sec. Okay, so let's talk Bengals Giants because we're done with the okay games. Yes. So my well, what did you guess the Bengals line, Bengals Giants line to be? Uh, I guessed it to be. Oh shoot! I deleted it and rewrote it after the injury. But okay. I think I had Bengals. I think I had Bengals two and a half. Same here. So it's currently four and a half. Okay. The the Giants are laying four and a half on the road in a 2020 game. I understand Ryan Finley is a thing. I I don't think though that an NFC East team. Should be like, look, the Dallas Cowboys are not even favored by 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 four and a half against another stop, NFC East stop. team. By the way, the listeners will appreciate that you were yawning five minutes ago. I brought up that the Minnesota Vikings are trying to establish the run, and you have a ri- second awoken. second win women over here. An yeah. absolute awakening. Okay, let it be known. Um, this is the problem. The Cincinnati Bengals had literally nothing to play for this entire season. The only thing they had to play for was that they had a quarterback. They no longer have a quarterback. This is going to be an absolute disaster. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not betting it. Oh, I'm... oh, are you interested? Okay. Do I get all four and a half points? Or the money line's two hundred. Can I get two steak dinners back for, wow. the, for the bet of one? Wow! If the if the Bengals went out right, look, yes. the Giants are yes. garbage. Let's do it. All right, I will take. Look, Ryan, look at me right now. Who? Ryan Finley. You think Ryan? Okay, go ahead. Maybe look at me right now. Okay. <laughs> I believe in you. Look, look. You see why I'm wearing a NASA shirt? Makes I one. You, I think you can go to the moon. Makes one. God, I just. The Giants are garbage. Stop. The Bengals? Bengals are at home. Yeah, right down the street here. We know what that means. I, I mean, look. They are, the Dallas Cowboys are not even favored by, by four and a half against another NFC East team. I feel great about this. The Bengals are incentivized to lose this game. Okay. Um, the Bengals are already the third overall pick. But a win would really hurt that. Sure, true. But Zach Taylor is incentivized to win because it's not guaranteed that he'll have a job anymore. Yeah, well, maybe he watched your speech to Ryan Finley and that'll... (laughs) All right, let's move on to uh, Seahawks-Eagles. Has there been a more depressing season? The Falcons or the Eagles? Oh, because we knew the Falcons were going to be trash. Did you... you I kind of thought the Eagles. Would I mean, suck. I have a decent amount of Eagles under for sure, yeah. but like, I did. I, I didn't have bet some either. Football team over. I didn't bet any 
uh, Falcons over or under win total. I thought seven and a half was a perfect number. Um, whereas I, I sort of thought the bottom. Brandon Brooks got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, left tackle Andre Diller got hurt, and then Jason Peters, you know, came back from the dead. Um, Carson Wentz is also kind of trash. What did we so, talk? What did we talk about today? He has irreducible bullshit in his game. Dude, it's it's twenty percent of his plays are negatively graded. If you, you were, can't win, if you were the GM of the Eagles right now, what would you do? Like you're Howie Roseman. What are you trying to do? lose out? How how do you do that? Do you tell Doug Peterson he'll be back? No, you keep playing Carson Wentz. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best way for them to lose out. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sorry, he sucks. Put that on wax right there. That's beautiful. Okay, I have the I had the. You Eagles. don't put Jalen Hurts in because he might win you a game or two. Yeah, he might uh, Taysom Hill that shit. Okay, I have the. Don't uh, don't besmirch the good name of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is like Jalen Hurts was. I hope that Sean Payton plays Taysom Hill even when Drew Brees comes back and takes Steve Young Jr. all the way to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts to took you. two separate college football programs to the BCS college football playoff. Was Taysom it, Hill was like a 500 quarterback. So in B and Pro Bowl Utah, you bring up a really good point. You know the Sooners have not been as good without Jalen Hurts. Um, Bama. Maybe it was Jalen Hurts the whole time. You, you make a good point. <laughs> okay, what do you have the spread of this garbage game in Philly? Philly plus six. I had Philly plus six and a half. It's Philly plus five, which was the look ahead. I think, I thought Philly was going to lose today, so I, I bumped it up a little bit. I understand Seattle's defense is awful. I think seattle is going to pick off four passes on monday and everybody's going to be talking about the resurgence of the seattle defense because they played okay against arizona and they played okay against philadelphia and we're we're going to be talking about how defense doesn't matter and it's just who you play and it's It's a tough one this is a tough one i do like this one um but that is a big number to be laying on the road yeah they do have some fans there because of course no philly Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They have to have fights in the, in the stands, or else they don't get to keep the uh, Lincoln Financial name. Ah, oh, gotcha. Do they throw? Do they throw snowballs at Carson Wentz in this this matchup? If there's snow, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks two and zero last year in Philly. True. Yeah. They won seventeen nine both games. It's very tempting. It's very tempting. I don't know, man. The only thing that worries me every time about Philly is that they actually have a good defensive line, but everything else but in the like, team is so bad. Yeah, everything else is garbage. So man. bad. Okay, uh, let's move onward. Let's get the, these are some bad games. Let's run through them quickly. Miami at New York Jets. I have the Jets uh, getting seven and a half. This did not move at all off the look ahead, and I thought it would. I said Jets plus six and a half. Oh, it's it's less than a touchdown. It's still seven. It's yeah. seven. Oh, okay. Tua um, was benched today. Was benched today, and I think that was fair. And I, Brian Flores could do just about anything, and I'd be like, yep, I agree. Yeah. Good idea. I think yeah. it's the right move. Their defense played like shit against the Broncos, though. So. Do you think they start Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick played like crap. No, apparently Tua's back. Yeah, I mean, if if Fitzpatrick leads the game-winning drive, maybe. But uh, 
do do they is this do the did the Jets empty the tank? Because I feel like Jets plus seven is going to be where Green Line is. By the way, Green Line was up eight units today, which is pretty cool. Um, hmm. And it was because it liked a lot of these dog shit teams. They liked Dallas. It liked Jets. It liked Oakland or Vegas. I'm not. I do not want to bet against the Dolphins. They just have a recipe for making you feel okay. dumb. Here's one that I like, actually. What about over 46? Get on board with that. Let's check the weather. Yeah, yeah. Okay. While you're checking the weather, I'll move us on. The next game that I have on the list is Cleveland-Jacksonville. Yeah, it looks like snow. Never mind. Cleveland-Jacksonville. Ugh. Yeah, Jacksonville getting Who starts for Jacksonville? Is it still Luton? It's Luton, I think. But, yeah. Probably. I, I said six and a half. It is six and a half. I said seven. You're an idiot. Why? Because you're off by half point. Um, I mean, okay, but what has Jacksonville done? Like, it was a joke. Cleveland's going to have their first like normal weather game. I know. They're going to be so excited. Jacksonville stinks so bad. Exactly. I mean, I, I like where you're at with, with seven um, because Cleveland is good at beating really bad teams. No okay, I'm going to put that down on the list. I don't know if I can. If I, I don't know if really I can stomach, stomach it. Look, if we're on gonna, the road. If we're if Cleveland is seven and three. Like, think about 2020 has been for most people a really bad year. And of course, for Cleveland. And Cleveland, yeah, like a trip a to the team, a, a town where the the river was on fire or the lake was on fire at at one point. Or seven and three. Kevin Stefanski, I think, deserves Coach of the Year consideration. Yeah, he's seven and three with Baker Mayfield. Absolutely, yeah. Baker. By the way, four four Big Ten throws today wasn't awful, but like, man, that game was hard to watch. That's, yeah, Carson Wentz didn't even wear the camouflage sleeve, and he was still bad. Still bad. Next game, New Orleans, Denver Ooh. in Denver. Ooh. Taysom Hill, Drew Locke, get excited. I had Denver getting seven and a half. I said Denver. Look ahead was six. I don't know why I did this. Um, <laughs> I said Denver plus three and a half. I literally, I literally had zero faith in Taysom Hill. You are incredible. It's uh, Denver. Okay, what happens in the thin wind? It's basically six of Denver when Taysom throws the the YOLO it, moon it, ball. He doesn't undershoot the guy by five yards. It yeah, but does there. he overshoot the guy then? No, it's perfect. Because does Sanders like stop running? Because what he's we're going to find him? is that Taysom Hill belongs in Denver long term. Perfect for him. Oh, he can he can uh, they go from one Tebow to another. Yep, good. Yeah. Uh, I again, I'm, there's no way I'm taking Taysom Hill as a six and a half point favorite on the road. But in Sean Payton, I trust, and people are going to talk about how you should fade Taysom Hill, and Sean Payton will come out there and just trounce all of it. Who should I start in my fantasy team? Should I start Travis Kelsey at tight end or Taysom Hill? You started Travis Kelsey this week, and, and it worked for you. Points. Uh, did you tweet that out? I did. Did people? People liked it. I was like okay. 50, pe- 50 likes. Oh, that's... We'll see. Dude, as, literally, as soon as Taysom Hill did anything decent, my timeline was littered with, check this out, Taysom Hill was in my lineup at tight end. I don't care. Yeah, no one cares, honestly. Like, <laughs> and like, there are people. There are people who thought Taysom Hill looked good today. It's like, go fly a kite. Do we have any other games? Uh, no. 
All right, so the that. ones that I have that, that look okay, that look appealing to me, Houston minus two and a half, mm-hmm. New England plus two and a half. What, and do, then... Do you like any others? Kind of like Seattle. Ugh. I, the, here's the thing. Philly's already frustrating. I mm-hmm. don't want Philly to like lose this game by three. Right, right. Okay, let me give you... Uh, let me, At home. Let me interest you in a little total here. Okay. Is it a little total? Are we betting over, or is it a big total? We're betting under. No, it's it's a little total. I think it's the lowest total of the week. But what is the weather going to be here in lovely Cincinnati? Oh no! Don't do this to me. No way. <laughs> they couldn't get the total today, and they and they had Burrow for half the game. Yeah, it's. Gonna I'm be, betting on it's the gonna Bengals be raining. mucking be raining. this up. It's going to be raining. It's 43. Okay. I won't do okay, that. so if we're looking at totals, let's just think about this for a sec. Houston, Detroit. Detroit just got shut out by Carolina. No. Um, football team, Cowboys, 47 and a half. That seems a reasonable total. Yeah, we already talked about Steelers, Raves. Mm-hmm. Um, Bengals, Giants, no. Browns, Jaguars, no. Bills, Chargers at 54. I mean, the Bills have been an over team all year. And Herbert is a... Isn't there a chance it's snowing, though? Quick strike. Uh, let me look at uh, Buffalo strange. weather. Fifty-four is a, is a, is a, is toasty. Thirteen mile per hour winds, showers Sunday. Yeah. Well, we'll figure this out. We'll write it up. You guys can check out the write up this morning if you're listening to this. Um, it'll be out. We were gonna play a game, name things that are tougher than the Green Bay Packers, but we're kind of out of time, so. Well, no. You know, so. Let's just talk, I mean, a few things, right? Marshmallows, tougher than the Green Bay Packers. Charmin. Ultra soft. Charmin, ultra soft, yeah. Well, look, I like my toilet paper tougher than the Green Bay Packers. I actually refuse to use toilet paper. I, I, if you're not using flushable wipes, what are you even doing? I, I, di- I have noticed that when I've been to your apartment. It's <laughs> sort of a revolution. Welcome. Revolutionary you are. Uh, um, other things tougher than the um, Green Bay Packers. Silk. Mm. Yes. Silk. Uh, by the way, silk is what uh, Mark was Valdez Scantling was. <laughs> what what was, came in contact with him? What was wearing on his sleeves when he, when he caught the ball at the end of the Mattress game? Mattress toppers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, a, a, a rare steak tougher mm-hmm. than the Green Bay Packers. Well, unless you go to Indy, in which case a rare steak comes out rather like tough. Like a hockey puck? <laughs> yeah. Don't want to, you want to be um, careful there. Well, we can t- keep this. We can keep this bit going. Things tougher than the Packers. I don't know. Beating you in a Pe- in a in a steak dinner bet. That's go. tough. Pima cotton. Okay, that, we'll keep this bit going, uh, and people will not find it funny, and that'll be the funny part. But did we? Did I get a lot of push? I didn't think I got a lot of pushback for calling them soft. No, other than from it was bookmarked by every Packers fan for as soon as they won that game. Oh, interesting. Well. Yeah. I'm telling you, our good friend Aaron Nagler would have been joining the show. I, no, to Aaron's credit, I know Aaron listens to the show sometimes. Aaron basically was foreseeing this as a loss, too. I thought he was very like sober. For a Packers fan, was very sober going into this game. But probably not sober coming out of it. No, there was a lot of PBR and, I would and, guess, and yeah. New Glarus drunk by, uh, by our friends at uh, Cheesehead TV, I think. All right, that is it for the show. We'll be back with you on Wednesday at some point to talk about Thanksgiving games. Thanks for hanging out. Peace out.